What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. Hey, listen, if you are new to the show, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here. If you are a repeat listener, you guys are the shit. Thank you so much. You know what the deal is. Every week, um, well, it's been a little weird with, uh, with everything going on with the world shutting down, but I'm sitting down with interesting humans trying to gain some perspective and i appreciate you guys being along for the ride um man if you checked out my last episode as a solo cast we've been you know with with coronavirus and everything going on the world's been a little crazy and we've kind of been slowing down on releasing the episodes but we are back and we are rocking and rolling so i have this episode from probably a little over a month ago uh, whenever I was in Spokane, Washington, I sat down with Chauncey Welliver, the Hilliard Hammer. Um, Chauncey is a, uh, I don't know if I want to say former uh, professional heavyweight boxer because he still actually does box some. Uh, but, uh, you know, one time he was number five in the world. Man, he's competed against, you know, the best of the best. He's been in there with, with all of them, man, like you name it. I mean, he's trained with Mike Tyson. You know, he's fought... Uh, in New Zealand, he's he's you know he's he's been in every aspect of the sport, whether it's as a fighter, as a trainer and a coach, as a promoter. He's just he's been there. He's done. He's just a, a, a fucking cool ass dude, super charismatic. Um, I just really enjoy talking to this guy. Uh, so, uh, without any further rambling from me. You know, like I said, we're just getting back in the swing of things. I don't want to waste a lot of time bullshitting. We're just going to get right into the conversation, guys. So without any further ado, let's gain some perspective with Chauncey Welliver. We're finally doing this, Chauncey. It's about time. We're here. Fuck, dude. What's going on, my man? Just living the life, living the dream of a, of, of a former fighter. <laughs> dude, I wanted to ask you. So your nickname was the Hilliard The Hilliard Hammer. Hammer. So kind of, yeah. kind of a crazy nickname. So uh, I have a brother, Dewey, that was a world amateur champion. Just a, a, a very, very good fighter. Um, and his name, my dad always said, you're the Hilliard Hammer. My, and he said, well, my nickname is Dewey because his real name is Dumont. Okay. He said, like, I don't want to be the Hilliard Hammer. My nickname is Dewey. So we started fighting one time, and uh, I, I, we were at a fight, and uh, they announced me as the Hilliard Hammer. And I was like, oh, man, like, my dad must have told him to call me the Hilliard yeah, Hammer. Yeah, snuck that shit in there. They snuck it in. So then I dominated that fight, and everybody, yeah. oh, the Hilliard Hammer. So it, it kind of stuck with me. Then it grew on me, and then. I was like, hell yeah, I'm the Hilliard Hammer. You yeah, know, you like, own that shit. exactly. A lot, you know, it's kind of funny. There was a guy I was talking to a guy, and I said, "Yeah, I'm Chauncey Wellover, professional boxer." He's like, oh, I, I think I seen you. Do you know that boxer, the Hilliard Hammer? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, so like, a, do people think it's like an alter ego or yeah, something? You're like, or a like, what the? Exactly. So yeah. Got my Superman cape person. popping out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, there's there, there there's Chauncey the fighter, and there's Chauncey, yeah, the Hilliard Hammer. Well, to some degree, that's true. You know, and, and that's the beauty. You know, I mean, the one thing with, with being a coach and being a fighter, you get to see people, really, they're different personalities. Oh, you yeah. know, that, that's one crazy thing about boxing slash fighting slash MMA, you know, anything, karate, you know, any any combative sport that there is. Oh, yeah. You really see a different person pop up. That's why we, sure. we, 
working with some of these kids, it's kind of a beautiful thing. This kid walks in as a little dork, you know, gets bullied at school, you oh, know, yeah. and stuff like that. And he comes in here, and he's the badass. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, like this is <laughs> – I, I love being a part of this kid's transfer- transformation. Yeah. Dude, that's so cool. I, um, I've um i been teaching kids jiu-jitsu for probably three years now, so I can relate to that totally. Like you'll see it's, – it's, it's very relevant jiu-jitsu because, I mean, it's a, a little guy sport for – for many people because like they're not big enough to do uh like football or basketball or some of the traditional things so that's when people start turning to like boxing and mma and like wrestling and and jujitsu like these more individual things but you'll see these nerds man and they'll be the fucking cold souled assassins like they will choke you the fuck out and then especially from the kids man you, you like you said you'll see these little dorks and then they'll just completely flourish and evolve and like they'll turn into this little savage it's it's their time you yeah. it, it's like they've been waiting for this particular moment and you know one thing you also get you know with sports you know you get a lot of basketball baseball football things like that that cost hundreds of dollars you know thousands of dollars oh, in, in most cases big business so you get a lot of inner city kids coming to boxing or mma and these are tough kids because they're inner city and i'm sorry i'm not talking bad about you know the the, 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 the high truth. class areas but let's be honest a kid from you know the tough neighborhoods are gonna, probably going to take the kid from the high class oh for sure you bro. know a- area of town you know so we see these kids you know and it's like wow like this kid's literally thinks or does some of them have they have to fight for their next meal like literally that's all they know is fighting that's all they know you know and so so now that that's as as you know as a teacher that be is already instilled in them yeah mike i don't need to uh do i do i just go ahead do what you gotta do brother we'll uh on camera camera. this is this is mike kiesa what are you doing buddy Uh, I am. You're. We're live. We're. You're. You're on speaker. We're. Uh, I'm just. I'm. We're at the gym and we're. We're on the. On the show. On the outside perspective. The outside podcast. perspective podcast. Oh wow. <laughs> um, did you want me to come in or we should do it right here? Get, get your. Get your butt in here. Come on in. Okay. Okay. I'll be there as soon as I can. All right. Bye. He probably thinks he's late. He, he, oh shit! Exactly. I'm, am I supposed to? Exactly, exactly. He, I probably doesn't know I'm doing it. Yeah, he's gonna get here. Oh man, bro! <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey, thanks for getting here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sit for 45 <laughs> minutes. And shut up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, what the fuck are we talking about? The kids. Uh, you know, you know, uh, the the kind of oh. the inner city. You know, the, the oh yeah, dude. The, the tougher kids. You know, you. You see them, you know, and and these are kids that are in tough situations, you know, from being in their neighborhood, tough family, older brother kicking their ass, you know, older sister, you know, things like that. And that's kind of where I came from. Now, I was a higher class person in a lower class neighborhood. So So Hilliard's a neighborhood, right? It is. Hilliard is. It's, it's, you know, it's not a neighborhood. It's the neighborhood. It's the fucking neighborhood. It's the fucking neighborhood. (laughs) Do you you remember, remember that part in uh, uh, Griswold's Vacation where they're in a little small town called St. Louis? Yeah. And it's supposed to be really tough. That's really us in real life. So. <laughs> <laughs> little small town called St. Louis. Exactly. We, we, we have a section in Hilliard called Little St. Louis. That's where we send the weaklings. No, oh, yeah. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Just kidding with you, of Just course. Just come hang out, bro. <laughs> no. No, you guys win all day, every day. So being from Hilliard, again, we're, we're a pretty, you know, working class town. We're not, we're not tough. You I know what it. I mean? Well, you, you know, are um, tough we're, in the right way. We're tough. Com- exactly. Tough. We're, we're, we're tough competitors. Um, 
the one thing with with uh, uh, Hilliard, very tough neighborhood, very tough attitude, very tough reputation. But real blue collar. I traveled the world and I went to like New Zealand. I remember one time I went to Compton and I went to actually St. Louis. Scared the hell out of me. It was it was a first first place? Or actually, first place I went was Kansas City. Yeah. And my sister drove me like through the ghetto. Of Kansas City, of Kansas City, and I was I could have shit a brick. Yeah, I mean, I was scared. I was like, okay, let's just keep on driving. And she pulled over. This is years ago, and she pulls over and asks somebody directions. Like, no, we'll just figure it out. Just keep on going. Like, yeah. these people are gonna kill me. You know, like, like I was, I was scared. It's like that you know? fear, dude. You don't know exactly. And I remember I was, you know, um, being where I'm from. I thought, oh, this is it. Ain't nobody is as tough as this. Yeah. You know, like you said, then I went to Kansas City, and I went to, you know, uh, I was in Compton for a month, and I was running down the street, and this lady said, he must have got lost. What's he doing here? And I'm like, what am I doing here? Dude, <laughs> you know? yeah. But as funny as that is, though, man, like, even the dangerous parts, it's like, it's not that. I used to live in, like, North St. Louis in the city. Like, whenever I, I got divorced, and for about a year, like, I, my buddy had a place down there, so he let me stay there for pretty fucking cheap. Uh-huh. And uh, so, like, my brother and I were down there, and, like, there's bars on the window, and I'm in the, like, middle of North St. Louis. And so for people who know, like, that area, like, that's a pretty fucking dangerous area. Yeah, that's, like, yeah. the most dangerous area of St. Louis, like, within Missouri. And then um, I never had a single issue, bro. Yeah. I, I'd wake up in the morning. I'd go for my morning run before work because uh, I was fighting at the time. Or, like, my car never had any single issues. Like, I'm in the middle of the fucking hood. Like, you know, everywhere has a bad part. Exactly. You know, and, and for us, you know, being from Hilliard, people always said, oh, don't, don't go to Hilliard. You know, they'll yeah. get you. It's like, no, we don't do it to our own. We'll go to your neighborhood and do it. Yeah. But we're not going to do anything in our own neighborhood Robin because Hood. it brings more heat. We don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, we, uh, Hilliard, you know, the, the thing I love about it, it's a very tight knit community. Hilliard's, you know, they stood, they stood by me through wins, through losses, you know, yeah. through, through, you know, um, diet spells that I went <laughs> through going fat, skinny, and back to obese. Um, Hilliard always stuck with me and you don't see a lot of pe- places do that. You know, it's kind of like when a guy's on the NFL team, you know, like they love him and then he gets traded to across the country and like, ah, screw him. Yeah. Like, well, wait a minute. No, like, you know, cause I had to leave, you know, I had to move to Seattle. I moved to Las Vegas. Yeah, did you to live, New Zealand. Yeah. You lived in New Zealand, right? Yeah. Dual citizenship there still. I had, I, uh, uh, yes. So now I have it for business. And then before I had just residency for, for working. So yeah. New Zealand is the it's the most beautiful place in the world, I bet and, and the fighters. If you look at it, there's only like four point five million in the country. The fighters they produce for that short, that little amount of population is amazing. How crazy is that? You, you may have heard of a guy, Mark Hunt. Yeah, <laughs> heard, heard of a little guy named Mark Hunt. It's <laughs> a little fella, just just a little guy. No, I, I mean guys like that, David Tua. You know, I mean, I mean, there, there's a there's a heavyweight now named Joseph Parker. Okay, for these guys to produce that, there's something in the water in New Zealand. Well, it's like it's is it is it Denmark specifically? Um, where are all the Thai fighters coming from? Like Ramon Deckers and fucking Boss Rutten. Where's where's he from? Holland. Like Holland produces an ungodly amount of like Thai boxer champions yeah. for that for such a small population. So it's yeah. kind of like the same thing. It's, and not, it's and so not crazy. having it be in Thailand, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, they, they almost got to change the name to you know. Yeah, that, it's a definitely that, that Dutch style is definitely a very unique style compared yeah. to like Thailand. But well, no, and, and and the thing is, you know, and and places like that, because you have a guy like Boss Rudin and, and people like that for people and kids, you know, to look up to. Yeah, it's like I want to be that. Yeah, you know, just just like we were chatting a second ago. This kid might not be tall enough for basketball. He might not be big enough for football. Might not know how to throw a baseball. But damn it, he could throw a punch. Yeah, you know, we're in a we're in a sport where, um, I I, I know you know um I'm a fat guy. You know, I I'm not strong. <laughs> I'm not fast. 
but damn it, I got balls of steel. You, yeah. know, you know, you know, like that's the thing. I mean, I I can't jump to play basketball. Yeah, can't run to play football. But this was the sport. You know, and it's just like anything in life. You have to find what you're good at. Right. And thankfully, mine was getting punched in the head. I'd like to say punching people. And I can sound like the tough guy. But I punched people. I got hit in the head and waited for their hands to wear out. Oh, shit, bro. <laughs> I mean, you want, what, your 55 wins, right? 57 wins. 57, 57 wins. Man, come on, man. We don't talk about old school. That was 55 so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, needs <to> fix, <laughs> somebody needs to fix Wikipedia, bro. Exactly. We need, to, we need to get with them. No, but 57 wins, dude. I mean, fuck, man. That's a, that's a lot of wins, bro. Like, you're doing it, some work. A lot of Zero great- knockdowns. Exactly. You right. know, th- thank God. You know, and there was there was a lot of you know the the one thing that I love about combative sports, sports business, anything, is the people you meet along the way. If I would have never learned to box, I would never be talking to you. Why would we ever have a chance to talk? Yeah. Huh? You, you know, pe- you know. I mean, me. I was. I'm. I'm the youngest in my family. No, nobody gave a shit about me. Little fat kid gets to stand in the ring, and you have to look at me. Yeah. Whether you want to or not, you're looking at me. That was an honor. Like, I absolutely love that. Like, I was the center of attention. I finally got to be the center of attention. So I, I definitely didn't want to screw that up, you know, and, and because anybody can do it. You know, I, I really hate it when people say, you're not strong enough, you're not fast enough. You know, all you have to have is just the mindset of saying, I, I can do it. Because 100%. look I at me. I mean, it. I exactly. I will. There you go. Beautiful. Beautifully said. I will do it. There was a lot of guys bigger and stronger than me, but I looked across the ring and said, "I'm going to beat your ass." So that that was that was the difference between me me losing and winning. Is is I didn't look across the ring and say, "Oh, that guy's pretty big. I don't know." And that guy looks like he just ran, you know, 20 miles to this venue. No, I thought, "I don't care who you are or yeah. what you're going to do. I'm going to beat your ass tonight." Yeah. You might be better than me and everything like that, but not not in here. This is my ring. Dude, one of the best pieces of advice or maybe like uh the most like perspective shifting piece of advice I ever received was from well I had I got a lot of these pieces of advice from my wrestling coach in high school. And uh, one of it was like he's like he's like you know how you're feeling like you're like why are you worried about this other guy? Like you, you know how you're feeling right now? Guess what? He has to worry about you too. Right? Like so yeah. you can't spend all your time worrying about the next man. And that's and that's what I tell my amateur boxers. I I say I say you're nervous. Well, he's looking across the ring just as nervous as you are. Yep. But he knows you come from the best team in the world, and he knows you're going to smash him. So you have to go out there and you have to be first. Don't find out if he hits hard. You know, people, you know, I, the one thing I don't like is like, oh, he knows how to take a punch. I don't want to know if you know how to take a punch. I preferably say you've never been hit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you, 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 know, yeah. I don't, you know, I mean, it's That's unfo- the art of boxing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You hit know, and, not get hit. And unfortunately, I, I wasn't that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one that definitely led with my head. Rope dope, though. Well, you know, but the beauty is, you know, I tell all my amateurs, I'll have them do this and that. And I work with everybody different. I was I was asked to be the uh, uh, to, to work with the Olympic team. I, I am an Olympic certified coach for USA Boxing. Right on. You know, so I mean, like up there, not just a coach. You know, I mean, like they asked me. So I, I I took a guy from the very bottom and took him to the top in a little less than a year. I mean, he was ranked number one in the country, and we beat everybody in the heavyweight division. His name is Pat Ferguson. I mean, overall talent. A guy, uh, Pat, if you're listening, which you probably are, um, (laughs) Pat's not, I'm sorry, uh, you're not super, Pat's not super fast. Pat's not super strong. 
but he's got balls of steel. You are not going to convince him. He can't run through that brick wall across yeah, the street. Yeah, his mind is too strong. He's going to do it. And, yeah. and, and, and more so, you kind of have to have a little bit of stubbornness to you. If I tell you you can't do it, now you're really going to do it. Dude, if, if that doesn't light a fire under your like a fire under your ass when someone says you can't do something. Then exactly. Like... Ex- exactly. Th- then maybe this isn't the sport for you. There's, I mean, listen, I, I've turned people away, and that sucks because that's money. I've had kids come in where they come in and they, uh, do you want to spar? I, uh, no, you don't want to. You know what? I don't know if you're ever going to want to spar because, you know, you want to get those kids where like, you want to spar. Oh, man, I've been waiting for two weeks to do this. I can't wait. Yeah. Those are the kids that I want, you, you know, but it's it, it's the, the ones that come in ho-hum, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. It's like, Timid. screw, maybe. Go in there and punch some heads in. And, and, and as we were talking about before, it's those little quiet kids that sneak up on you and you're like, where did you come from? Right. I thought little football playing Johnny was going to be the one punching holes in people, and you're right. the one knocking him around. Right. You know, so I don't have anybody named Johnny that plays football. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're saying, though, dude. I know. How old were you when you started fighting? I, I was uh, 14. Oh, shit. I, I was 14, uh, uh, like a couple weeks away from being 15. My first fight, two weeks after I started boxing, I fought the national champion. You know, and then my second fight, I fought the Canadian national champion. Damn. I had five, I only had five amateur fights. How did you get those fights? You know, because a lot of times matchmakers they do try to match things as evenly as possible, right? And I, then so my 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 brother at the time. So I came in being that age. Me and my brother are only ten months apart. So we're kind of kind of linked slash uh, synced together a lot. Um, so they're like, well, Dewey's got 100 fights. Chauncey's got to be as good. It was like, no, <laughs> I'm nowhere near as good. So they thought, oh, Chauncey's got to be able to fight tonight. Dewey, Dewey won the same nationals this guy won. Mm. Or, or, you know, Dewey won the world championship. Chauncey's at least got to be national level. Yeah. You know, so. Just I, working off the strength of your brother. Ex- screw and- Dewey is all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get hit in the head by badasses. It scared me. Well, that's how you get better, though, right? It is. You, you know, and that was the thing. You know, I, I see some of these kids lose. And, and and I look at him, and you could see right after the fight, he's never going to come back. Yeah. You, you know, and, and, and it, it, that's where it's kind of defining as a person because I might, you know, you, know uh, you might lose a fight, and you're going to go one way or the other. You're going to be like, never coming back. I tried it. I did everything I wanted to try, and now I'm out. Yeah. You're going to say, I want to get better. Yeah. And I'm going to come back, and I'm going to beat that guy easier than he just beat me. Uh, sorry to go back on uh, Pat Ferguson. Okay. Pat Ferguson came to the gym. I did not want an amateur team. Did not want an amateur team at all. And um, he came in and said, I want to fight. And I was like, oh, okay. Put him through the dumbest workouts. Is I, I'm this the d- beginning I, of your coaching career? Beginning of my coaching career. Because I wanted to train housewives. Go out there and jab, jab, tie bow that's type where the money stuff. is. That's where it is. You know what I mean? And And that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I thought, fighters, last thing I want. They're going to cost me money. Yeah. So he came in. He said he wanted to box. And I thought, I run him through these drills. I, like I said, just putting him through dumb stuff. Like, like just, I'm like thinking up the dumbest thing you could do. He's trying to run him off. And trying to run him off. And he came back the next day. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give this kid a chance. So he goes out there and he fights and he gets knocked out in the second round. So I thought, okay, am- my amateur career is over that I didn't want to begin with. So good. I'm never, I'm never going to see him again. Yeah. He was back in the gym the next day. Fuck, dude. And, and I don't know if a doctor would recommend that, but. <laughs> I didn't have him spar for a while. But that's, 
that's that's what it takes, though, dude. It those, is. those fucking animals, bro. And, and and that's really, you know, and that's the thing. Like I said, you can't look at somebody and be like, oh, the, the he's gonna be the one. Because there's been plenty of guys. I'm like, oh, they're the next champion right there. Yeah. And the, the biggest dog in the room. What made you? What like like based off of uh, like physicality, like looking at them, you think they're gonna be the next champion, and then they turn out otherwise, or what? Well, well, no, no. So what I'm saying is. You can't judge the book by its right. Cover. Yeah. So, so w- what I look at I is, agree. what I look at is, do you? You're not going to do it on the first day. If I say throw the jab, you know, and do it like this or whatever the case, because I don't train everybody the same. So if I say throw the jab like this, and I see you trying, or if you're ho hum and you're mad, you got to try it. Yeah. Then yeah, absolutely, you're not going to make it. You know, because if you're not tough enough for me to say that's not good enough, you know, the first time. This isn't for you because it's about to get a hell of a lot worse. Dude, the most frustrating thing, and you know this, dude, like when you're working with a coach and you feel like you're doing okay, there's never anything you're doing right. Exactly. There's always something. Do this. Do that. I'm like, motherfucker, dude. Well, he, and, 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 and that was how I felt. Yeah. But, he, but here's how I – there's, there's a method to the madness. There is. Well, well, here's how I feel. I'm not here to be, you know, a cheerleader for you. Good job. You know, good. You're throwing the jab good. No, you know what? If you're doing it good, why the hell am I going to tell you? You're supposed to. You're be. doing it good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so it it it'd be like you going to to work as a security guard, and I say, "Hey, good job. Nobody died." <laughs> yeah, good. You did your job. That's not a good job. That's doing your job. Yeah. You know, telling these. You know, uh, for for me, I would rather talk about what you're doing wrong. Because let's perfect that. You're doing it right, th- this other thing right. right. Why talk about it? Right. Keep doing it. In the context of sports, yeah, you can't you can't sit there and just harp on like the good, like because we're trying exactly. to improve, right? Exactly. That the, that's exactly it. Because wh- you know what are you going to do? What are you gonna, are you going to make it better? You know, you could sharpen the good. Absolutely. But like I said, let's eliminate the bad. Yeah. I would rather have one solid good than like really good here and really bad here. I'll meet you right here. Yeah, you know, let's make everything well rounded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, man, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. That's actually kind of been once I transitioned out of like fighting. I've, I've always kind of lived with that to where, you know, when you do what you're supposed to do, you expect to win. Yeah, and when, because of that, you don't really even appreciate the wins anymore because you just come to expect them. And then the losses, like those, are the hard lessons, and like the, you, I'll live with those for fucking yeah. for, forever and ever. And that's a sad thing, you know. S- somebody was telling me why do fighters flip out when they lose? Because because sometimes you did everything, and sometimes you might not necessarily be flipping on the judge. You might be saying like. I was told to throw a strong jab, and maybe if I would have that one round that I needed a little rest, maybe that was the difference in the fight. Or not even that, dude. I mean, how many sports to where you put hours and hours, months and months for, like, a single event? It's not like baseball where there's, like, three games in a weekend. Exactly, you know I mean? exactly. And, yeah. like, you give everything, and, and, like, you're naked up there, and you just put it all on the line, and, like, yeah. it's fucking soul-crushing. Well, like. And it's also, you know, like the NBA where they're, you know, like, oh, you know, the Bulls only lost 10 times this season or whatever, you know, talking about 30 years ago, whatever it was, <laughs> you know, but, but now it's like, you know, you, you can't lose. We live in what everybody thinks is such a perfect world. They want perfection. Guys like Floyd Mayweather did everything he could to win. Now yeah. he did everything he could in, in, in the, the, the gym as well as the ring. Um, to make perfectly clear, I'm no Floyd Mayweather fan. <laughs> He's a great fighter, uh, but, but yeah, a, yeah, I hear you. Not a fan. Uh, uh, 
I was pulling for Connor just as much as you were. <laughs> you know? I'm really indifferent. I knew Connor wasn't going to win, but you see, and that's a thing. So, so to go on to a, another subject really fast is uh, the thing I always get. The thing you got when you were boxing and doing MMA is why boxing is is what all the MMA people are going to say, and people are going to tell me why MMA. They're very different sports. Oh yeah. You know, I, I I can't be an NFL fan and tell the guy that's watching the NBA Finals, "You're an idiot." We're better and we're tougher. Well, the guy in the NBA could be like, yeah, well, we're faster and more agile. You know, it's a, it's what do you like? They're very different games. Mm-hmm. They look alike. It's checkers and chess. Yeah. They look at the same board. You have no idea what the difference is. Then you start playing. Like, oh, there's a big difference here. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, there's obviously, you know, um, subtle, you know, Well, uh, even if, if you just take striking for striking, like, they're, they're different. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? Exactly. One thing I do, as you'll – see in a second from somebody that's going to show up um is i always tell the guys that i train with mma okay now i know nothing about mma i barely know how to spell it as i tell them but (laughs) when i show you i'm training you to fight like a boxer now you go do what you do with that yeah i'm not going over there you go do that i'll train you to box and then go, go go have your trainer you know coach or whatever you know right mix that in yeah um they're very different things I, you know, the one thing that I admire about MMA, and we chatted about it yesterday, an MMA guy probably could become a boxer. A lot of them could. You know, there's a, a very great fighter from Spokane named Mike Chiesa that could easily go into boxing and do amazing. Yeah. I mean, dude, like, he, like, I, I, I like sometimes want to cry watching his fights because he's so good on the ground because I want to say, get up, show them you can box too, you know, yeah. but he doesn't need to. He's so right. good at the other. Why, why, yeah, why do why, it? Why do it? Yeah. You know, but Kiesa could be a world-class boxer. Oh yeah. You know, I, I mean, his power, dude, I mean, I, I've had world-class, I've had world champions in here. Yeah. He hits harder than them. Dude, from my perspective, so like. Me coming up, I train at I train at St. Charles MMA. We have uh, the head coach is Mike Rogers, and like I started in two thousand eight. Saint- Cowboy Mike Rogers, right? Uh, I don't know if he has a nickname Cowboy or not. I don't was know. he was he a was he a uh, yeah uh, was he white guy? Yeah. Yes, he was. He was a very good fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he um he made us do everything like growing up. So like uh in the in two thousand eight two thousand nine. I mean. It wasn't where it is now where, like, you see not very many amateurs in the MMA scene yeah. and a ton of pros. It was, like, it was almost all amateurs yeah. and, like, everybody trying to make it to that next level, right? Exactly. And so he made us, as amateurs, we had to do everything. We had to do boxing. We had to do kickboxing. We had to do MMA. We had to do jiu-jitsu. He, so yeah. he made us do each art by itself. And uh, we had to do golden gloves. And, like, that's why I took a pro boxing fight because I'm just like, well, fuck, man. Like, this is a part of MMA. And then once you do MMA and you mix all these things together, at least for me mentally, it was easier just to take away the other tools and just like, oh, now all I have to do is worry about hands and footwork. Exactly, I can yeah. do this. Exactly. No, and, and that's one thing that I greatly admire about MMA fighters. It's like I have a hard, time, hard enough time concentrating on your hands. Now I got to worry about a kick and a headbutt <laughs> and an armbar, you know, things. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I, I, I don't want to do this. That's why, you know, people would always say, well, why don't, why don't you go in and, and have a fight with, you know, whoever? And I'm like, because I'm not going to win. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Again, I'm a chess player. He's a checkers player. If he wants to play me a chess, yeah, I'll beat his ass, you know, but I'm not going to play checkers because he'll win all day, every day. Yeah. You know, d- very different games there. Yeah. You know, it's like saying, oh, uh, who's better? 
Michael Jordan or Troy Aikman? Yeah, that's silly. What are we playing? Right. <laughs> what are we playing? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you, yeah, you want to play basketball, let me tell you. Michael Jordan's going to screw him up. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? way different sports. Exactly, very different sports. And like I said, though there's the big similarities, there's a lot of things that you guys do that I, I can't even imagine having have coming at me or happening to me. Yeah. I, I mean, the, what you guys, you, you guys, the one thing that you won't hear me say that most boxing, the old schoolers box, and they want the purity of the sport. There's nothing pure about this sport. We're all fucking punching somebody in the head. Yeah. There's nothing pure about this. There's no virginity here. You know, um, where, where they say the MMA, MMA is barbaric. It's a street fight. Bullshit. You know, to for, for if I was to say that to you, how, how down would you feel? You go to the gym and train every day. You're training to be a barbarian. Right. No, you're training to be a sportsman. I look at MMA as to being major sportsmen. 100%. I absolutely like I said I love the sport and I and like I said everybody expects me to be like, "Oh, what do you what do you think of Conor McGregor?" I think Conor McGregor was winning after four rounds against the greatest fighter ever. I think Conor McGregor's an amazing fighter. Yeah. An even better businessman. Amazing. <laughs> $100 million for that fight. <laughs> he talked himself into $100 million. I wish Dude. I could do that. Yeah, I wish I could do that <laughs> shit, too, Here bro. we are. Yeah, and to, he had know. a legitimate chance of like winning that fight, dude. He like, did. He, he really did. He did. You know, And the thing was, after four rounds, I thought, son of a bitch. I'm going to hear from everybody why boxing's not as strong. And, and in a way, I... Still kind of deserve that. Not not me personally. Boxing deserves that because we have a guy that doesn't know how to box. That came in and boxed Floyd Mayweather, the greatest ever, and and was after four rounds kind of putting it on him. I mean, really, there's no way around that. I, I You can't sugarcoat that. He was putting it on Floyd Mayweather after four rounds. And you could see Floyd was very perturbed with Connor's power. You know, so, so Connor's boxing ability – is decent. I mean, like, pretty good. Mike Kess is going to punch holes in him if they ever fight. You know, if he <laughs> gets close enough to him. Yeah. You know, um, and, and the other thing with MMA and boxing, obviously, I'm a pure. You know, I, I, I love my sport. So I'm always going to stick up for boxing. Oh, for sure. I An MMA guy has a better chance at boxing than I do doing MMA with him. Oh, 100%. million percent. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, bro? Listen, bro, we got some mats right here, dude. <laughs> no, no. Like I said, you'll fuck no. me up. Well, it's just, dude, the the ground game is just, it's just, it's just too vast. It's, it's too a, it's, fucking vast. It's man. a different thing, you know. Like I said, you you know, I'm not saying you, but an MMA guy at least knows the basic of stand up. Yeah, I don't know grassroots of going on the ground. Yeah, at all, you know. So it's. I like I said, it's it it's it is admirable, you know, that guys get in there, and a lot of the time when you get to that, you know, the amateur amateur slash beginning pro level, when you look across there, you're like, shit, what is this guy? Is he a wrestler? Is he a stand up guy? What, yeah. what do I need to prep for? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you, because because of boxing, it's like, does he have a jab, a right, or a hook? With yeah. you guys like, is he going to take me down? Is he going to kick me? Or is variables. he going to kick me? Yeah, there is. And yeah. that's my nerves couldn't do it. I just quit thinking about the other guy. I'm just like, what I just What am to, I going to do? I just need exactly. to be better. I just exactly. need to be better like as long as I'm always improving, but, then but, I'm always ready. But that's where me and you, that's where our experience kicks in. Yeah. It's these newer guys that get out there that are like, "Oh shit, what's going to happen?" We know what's going to happen. You know yeah. what I mean? We, Chaos. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we're going to do. Absolutely. You know, but no, the uh but the younger guys, I mean there's always that unknown. Like, yeah. oh, man, what if I get cut? Or what if, you know, my nose is bleeding. Oh, no, what do I do? Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> sorry, I have to go on to something. I, I I always have to talk about this. I hate watching a fight, and they say, oh, his nose is bleeding. 
He just got punched in the face by a professional athlete. Yeah. yeah his nose is bleeding. Yeah, it should <laughs> like, happens. It should. He's, he's inhuman if it's not. You right. know, like he's a fucking, you know, demonic fucking character if he's not. Starts you know, bleeding green. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> when, when, when they say that on TV, I can't believe it. He's hurt. Yeah. I can believe it. He just got punched in the temple. Is that like, just theatrics, yeah. you think, though? To no, get the crowd into yeah. it. Oh my fucking god! Having having been a commentator, yes, I would say that because I've done commentary. Nothing, you know, even as cool as what you guys are doing. You know, I I got flown to India to do fights and That's things dope, like that. Bro. It's cool. It's great. But damn, like I didn't understand what they were telling me to say. I'm, like, <laughs> all right. I'm just like yelling just whatever be I want. But there were some times where it was like I'm talking. I'm like, all right, he throws the jab and he throws the hook and the one two hook, and it was kind of like it sounded like the old school radio stuff. Yeah. Then I was like, man, I, I probably sound pretty boring. But, oh, he gets him with the right. Oh, he gets him with the one two. You, you, you know, you got to get into it to make it exciting. Because if I sit there and he throws the one and he throws the one two and he slips, who yeah. cares? Nobody. Who cares? You know. So part of me thinks it's theatrics. You know, um, but in boxing, when they say, "Oh, his nose is bleeding," it's usually by the old schoolers that don't get theatrics. Like they're, you know, they're the types that are very bland. And yeah, he throw the one too, type things. Um, that's what I like about guys like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, fuck yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Like that guy's, he's got it figured out. For like, sure. That guy's awesome. For he's sure. funny. You know, as far as stand up comedy goes, he's, oh, he's yeah. awesome at that. He's a jack of all trades. But you know. Um, when when I was on my kick of like boxing versus MMA, like oh don't you talk to me, you're an MMA guy, you know, um, I really I you know I really didn't want to like him. Then I start listening, I'm like no, th- this guy really knows what he's talking about. He knows just as much about boxing as he does MMA. Yeah, he sat down. <laughs> I love that he sat down with Lou DiBella, and they're doing an interview just just like we're doing. Yep. It, was, it was on a on a, a radio with something. It was on something, and Lou DiBella said. Uh, you don't know anything about but you're he you know he said you don't know anything about boxing he's like dude like i know about like willie pep you know, start talking about all these people he knows he's like what do you know and he's like well, wait a minute wait a minute you're telling me what i do and don't know and i was like joe rogan wins that all day i was like who am i to tell you what you know right you know or what you've done yeah and it was like wow yeah like that is some balls on lou develop great promoter for boxing yeah but yeah you should Keep MMA out of his mouth. How much beef is there between boxing and MMA? I've never really promotions wise. There's there's quite a bit. You is know, there? There, there is there's there's quite a bit. Not um, just simply because we're fighting for the same space. You know, like let's say there's there's an event open next weekend to do an event at the MGM. Yeah. Well, you want to do it? So do I. Oh, they suck. They who's gonna go to the MMA? You're gonna say. Who goes to the boxing? Yeah. You know what I mean? We have more fun. You know, I see that like okay, I can see that from like from like a big investor standpoint, yeah. right? But from the, like the community standpoint. There's no uh from from like the, the fans. Yeah. There's not there, there's no beef. You don't really see a beef. It's it's not right. like, hey Johnny, you want to come watch fucking Boss Root and fight this weekend? Oh no, I'd rather go watch Mike Tyson. Like no, well d- you you probably don't see that. You, yeah, you, you Maybe know some of the diehards for sure. Some of the oh oh they're oh, well that's why they're called diehards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why they're called diehards. Yeah, no they um no I think the community is okay because I I think the boxing community. You just want to see somebody get punched. Just see people fight. Exactly. Yeah. You know. You know. And then the one thing we get, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call I'll, a spade a spade. I'll get homie. But, but you, you hear, and I, and I'm not saying I agree with this. 
you see, like, oh, all they do is fucking roll around on the ground. It looks yeah. like faggotry. That, that's for the people who don't understand. Exactly. That's the thing. And, and, and here's the thing. I don't understand it. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, they'll stand back up. So I don't care. Like, yeah. It's eventually going to get back on their feet. So yeah. I'll, I'll sit here and, you know, talk to whoever until they get back on their feet. Yeah. I don't understand it enough to, to say, like, oh, he's got him in a bar. Or he's doing this. And that. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are even talking about. Right. But when it gets to my game, I'll watch. Yeah. Just like if they're standing up, you're probably saying, oh, I wish he'd put him in an arm bar. I love or whatever it all. It is. I love yeah, it Yeah, exactly. All. You know, and that's, and that's the thing, again, with evolution. I know how to look for the hands. Yeah. You know how to look for everything. Yeah. So it would be that much more exciting for you. Yeah, it, it's all. I have, a, I have, like, a vast understanding of, like, every level, I feel like. Yeah. Well, well, well think about it. We always say, um, you know <laughs> – I can't watch golf. It's so boring. I like golf too, <laughs> or baseball, or whatever the case. But yeah. but no, there's always something a, for somebody. A majority, bro. you know. But it's like, oh well, it's somebody's just, paying Tiger Woods yeah. hundred million dollars. Yeah, know? I mean, like, there's there there there's a crowd. Somebody enjoys it. You might not, right? But it's you against the world, you know, or it's me against the world, you know, because MMA right now is uh, not even right now. It, it, it with evolution, it'll get bigger and bigger, and I fucking hate that. Mm-hmm. That that MMA. Has over it over it's overcome boxing. You think even on like a global scale because because yeah. we were talking yesterday, right? You were kind of feeling like you know boxing is going to be dead, right? Yeah. But like when you look at you know these Hispanic countries and you know what I'm saying, like that's like what that's still what the fuck they do, man. But remember, those people have always been kind of been a, a behind on times anyway. Look at New Zealand, where I was from. I mean, ten years ago, who cared about UFC? Now it's huge down there. It sells out in thirty well, yeah, seconds. Yeah, I mean, MMA is the fastest growing sport in the world. Yeah, for sure. yeah. I mean, it's 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 crazy. I think that's why you know, and and the problem f- for my sport is it is boxing versus MMA, and you almost feel like you're on like, oh well, I can't watch boxing because I gotta watch. Yeah, I gotta watch the fight this weekend with Connor. It's like. You can watch both. Like, don't you yeah. don't got to pick between the two, right? You know, it's it, you know, it's like you could be a fan of both things. It's like, you know, you might watch, you know, the Cubs play this game and the Chicago Bulls play this game. You know, uh, keep changing the channel. You can watch both. Yeah, it's not like I don't feel like as much of a baseball fan because I watch Michael Jordan slam dunk a ball. It's the same thing, dude. People are so weird. They want to put themselves in boxes, and it's exactly. like it's not okay to change your mind. It's not okay to like one thing or the other or just be open to multiple things. It's yeah. just like, come on, man. We're all human. And that's the thing. you know. And listen, like what you like. You know, yeah. as, as far as, you know, dating, eating, anything. You know, I mean, whatever you like, that's what you like. Yeah. You know, I mean, for people to judge you and say, oh, you're a dumbass for liking them. You don't know how much I hear from the old schoolers. Oh, you let MMA guys train in your gym all year. You like watching gay sex. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Some people just don't know, man. <laughs> they don't that's, get it. That's super know. old school. Those guys are way behind oh, the times. Oh, they're hard. Listen, they're hardcore assholes. People like that would probably call, like, people who wrestle gay. And wrestling is, yeah. like, the oldest fucking sport in the world. Exactly. Also the hardest. Well, so. well uh, I'm going to talk about real wrestling, WWE. <laughs> 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 Off the top rope. <laughs> exactly. I heard, you know, it was always, oh, wrestling, and oh, don't watch wrestling. You you know, MMA, you know, and wrestling is bigger than both of us combined, you know, yeah. MMA and, and boxing. Um, but it's it's one of those things that there's always going to be some, like I said, so it, you, you said it beautifully, everybody's going to put themselves in, in boxes. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, like, listen, if you don't like what I like, you're a schmuck. Yeah. Like, don't even talk to me. Like, <laughs> oh, if you're not going to change your mind, it's like, dude, you're your own man. You can like whatever the hell you whatever want. Whatever you want, bro. And it's not like somebody says, you know, uh, you know, 
somebody walks in and says, oh, I, I do MMA. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. They don't come in my gym. I'm just a boxing gym. No. Look, at there's a mat over there for one reason. Because I realize, one, evolution makes it to where, yeah, people do want to box or people do want to do MMA. Yeah. You, you know, you're allowed to have a choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, um, it, you know, it's it, it it's funny watching um, watching the boxing guys and they'll look and they'll, oh I would I would never you know do that and this and that it's like yeah he would there's been plenty of boxers crossover and and do MMA sure it wasn't Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather style you know what I mean because those guys aren't as big as Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor some of the two biggest you know combative sports stars ever I mean ever I mean th- th- those guys you know Conor McGregor kind of made uh ufc you know i mean they they were they were a name before but he, he took it to another level took it to another level as did floyd i mean because there was the time with oscar del Hoya where boxing was like all right but he was making you know 25 million a fight not bad money from what i hear yeah floyd's making like 200 million he's it's killing like, it he, it's his, his business game is on point. yeah i mean i mean floyd's floyd's great you know he made boxing a business now the problem is with guys like floyd mayweather is he's boring I'll be the first to say that. It's got nothing to do with me not liking his attitude or his little thuggish ways. Floyd Mayweather is a great fighter. You truly have to like appreciate boxing you to do. really appreciate you, the, 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 His footwork and his timing is unbelievable. Well, see, now that's for all the purists, the, uh, the people that say, oh, well, boxing and, and difference in boxing, back to the difference in boxing. Oh, there's, you know. Boxing's beautiful. It's 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 the you know you know the the, the pugilistic art and this and that, and you look at those guys and it's like okay, sit and watch Floyd Mayweather for twelve rounds straight. All you're gonna do is fall asleep. That's all you're gonna do. You yeah. know what I mean? Floyd is boring, and that is the pugilistic art. That's what it is. Floyd is Floyd is what a boxer is supposed to be. Yeah. I don't want uh, me. I don't like watching. He's not an entertainer. No. And as I uh, uh, in the ring. In the ring. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Right. The minute he touches the ring, the entertainment goes out the window. He That's what I'm you know. saying. Because some people go into a fight with the purpose of entertaining. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, to where, yeah, to where they're like, I don't care about the theatrics. I'm going to entertain in there. Dude. He's like, I'll give you the theatrics. I'm not going to entertain in there. Yeah. How about a happy medium? Yeah. You, you know, that's that's what I'd like to see. Joe Schilling, he's good about that. Like, he'll talk some shit. He's a kickboxer, but he's yeah. also fought some MMA. Just, he's always about, like, he'll go out on his fucking sword, bro. Yeah. Like, he's either going to knock you out or he's getting knocked out. And he's yeah. proved that time and time again. He's no. ex- But he's exciting. No. And, I, I mean, I don't know if you remember Arturo Gotti, Mickey Ward. You know, yeah. it's like those guys were just, you know, punching bags is really all they were Dude. i mean they were sorry i'm gonna take a drink real quick yeah if, I, oh, I, oh, Water? I, I drank it all never mind no, no 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 i'm good um sorry about that you're fine bro um no i i, I mean you know it's it, it, there's different styles of people different styles of fighting you know um i don't know much about mma that's fine i'm gonna assume there's a floyd mayweather type guy that's boring there's boring fighters and everything. See, and I don't know. I see, and I don't know that. Like you could say, "Oh, this guy." I'll be like, "Oh, cool, cool yeah. story." You know, right. Floyd Mayweather is boring. So, so, so the problem is now. Now, Floyd Mayweather did a great job painting himself as the bad guy. He went the 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 villain in the WWE antics type, uh, type yeah. setting. Yeah. So the problem was, at least in WWF, that villain's eventually going to lose. You know, and it's like, oh, this guy beat him, Hulk Hogan, all the way. Yeah, he never lost, and it was like it was like every time. And then they, the way they built it up on like twenty four seven and stuff like that. Sorry, you probably fine, probably heard that. That's I'm, fucking awesome. No That's a man, burp right there. <laughs> um, they they build these guys up like Victor Ortiz or M- Marcos Maidana, and you're like, good. 
Yeah, like, fuck yeah. This guy has a chance to beat Floyd because of the promotion. Yeah. As the, and you're like, cool. You know what? I'll order it because I want to see Floyd get beat up. You don't even fucking know Marcos Maidani's fucking, yep. you know, where's from. It's just about seeing the great. It's just about seeing him lose. Yeah. And then, you you know, Floyd's that great, that you, but you want to see him lose. And then you go in there like, oh, this is the one. Floyd's going to get his ass kicked. Now you've invited your friends and your girlfriend, your wife. And yeah. Not your girlfriend and your wife at the same time. Can't nope, can't. Definitely not the same, same time. Room. Not same room. Uh, different <laughs> fights. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you you know you you get this group and you're like, well, Floyd, you know, Floyd's to get his ass kicked. Yeah. Then he dominates. Now who's the schmuck? Yeah. You. Yeah. So now you hate the sport that much more. It's like I paid for. The, I am the asshole. I just paid a hundred dollars to watch Floyd dance around the ring. But you knew it was going to happen. You just. Hope you hoped that it's it that would. Hope. That was the hope, and it's like, well, you know, I mean, hope is is an imaginary thing in a lot of situations, you know, uh, especially when it comes to Floyd Mayweather, because you hope he's in a good fight. But but what, actually, to, to fall back on something, Floyd and Connor was a good fight. I don't care what people, you know, I I know people, oh, you know, like I said, the purists, oh, he just stood yeah. there and didn't do anything. F- let's be honest, Floyd didn't train for the fight. Sorry, I don't think he did. Because you know you'd be seeing videos of him every day in the gym, and he, but because he thought he was going to knock Connor out, come to find out there was a bet on a tenth, whatever it was, tenth round knockout. But I listen uh, as a fighter, and as who a, had the bet? He had the bet. Floyd did. He he bet on himself. He bet on himself. Him ten, Millions of dollars. Yeah. So that's why, and then he has the slip, and it's legit. That's like, legal. That's uh, yes, because okay. he didn't bet on himself losing. Uh, he didn't bet on himself losing. So, okay. yeah, that, that oh, he had to go to court for it. Look it up. It was big oh, okay. Stuff. Who was that fucking baseball uh, manager from back in Pete the day? Rose. And he's still being blackballed. How <laughs> fucked up is that? Anyway. It's horrible, you know, because they're, they're going after him for what he did as a coach. He's not, you know, he, he should. He bet on his team to win. Exactly. Always. Well, not only that, he shouldn't be inducted in the Hall of Fame for, for, for being a coach. He was probably a lousy coach. I don't remember or know. He was a great baseball player, though. Why can't he be in the Hall of Fame for that? It's got, you know, he didn't bet anything then. It has nothing to do with that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so, you know, Floyd betting and things like that, I think Floyd would have been holding back a little bit. Also, Floyd, I think, took him too lightly. You know, and the cream definitely rose to the top. You know, here's the thing. If if a if an eighteen year old kid comes in and says, "I want a box for the first time ever," I'll be like, "Okay, I'll spar you." He's gonna jack me in the face because he doesn't know how to hold back. He doesn't no. get to pace as hard yourself. As they can go. So he'll hit me, and I'm gonna be for that split second see stars and be like, "Okay, you little son of a bitch," and <laughs> beat his ass. Yeah, you know, that. you know, you get mad, you know. But I think Floyd got that and was like, "Whoa." I'm going to get embarrassed because I think it was the first or second round. Floyd got hit with an uppercut. Yeah. And it scared the fuck out of him. Yeah. Well, Floyd doesn't have a lot of power. I mean, no, he's not a knockout not artist. From my understanding, he has brittle hands. He's yeah. broken in the yeah. past. So, I mean, he's a, he's a mosquito. He's eventually, he, his only know, chance was late rounds. Exactly. Exactly. If, if Floyd stings you once, it's not, who cares? It's a mosquito bite. If you got a fucking flock of them, you know, hitting you all night from different angles, you know, in places you can't scratch, yeah, he's, he's going to kill you. Yeah. Floyd, Floyd is God. I hate saying this. Floyd's probably the greatest fighter ever. Um, I I cheered against him too many times, and I'm finally like, <laughs> all right, dude, you're you're good. He's a good guy. I've chatted with him. I like him personally on the side. You know, you get him in his in his act, and he acts. You know, does his stupid. But you, you know, get a man on man. Get one on one. He's a great guy. My brother used to spar with him, and 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 he treated my brother with nothing but respect. Yeah. I appreciate him for that. So your brother's a little dude. He was small, yeah, just a little guy. He was uh he fought at one. He was very good at one forty seven. Yeah. He, 
we have a thing with growing a little too fast, and he ended up fighting at 175 at the end. Okay. Just taking fights. I mean, he, yeah. at the end, he was just fighting whoever. Did he cut him. a lot? He, bad. Dude, that cutting's hard on you, bro. Like, that rebound effect, eventually I, you never fucking rebound. I'm a, uh, I'm a fan of not cutting. I tell, I tell my fighters, you need to make weight a week before the fight. And they're like, well, what's the point of that? Because I don't want you to dehydrate your brain, dude. Now you you know because the problem is you have no liquids up and not much liquids up there. Now you're getting knocked around, your brain's rattling around everywhere. Well, which it way. takes forty eight hours to actually properly recover. Exactly, and okay, and here's the dumb thing. Yes, yes. It's, actually, I just read this. this. Is the funny thing? It's funny you say that. But weigh-ins are twenty four hours for a fight, but for heavyweight championship fights it's 48 hours really we're not sucking weight why do we need 48 hours you need 48 hours 100%. not me let me do it 24 i don't you care you were you were a huge heavyweight though i, I was i was a, i was oh i was huge <laughs> <laughs> you say i'm big in china like oh, i'm big everywhere um <laughs> no but it was uh you look um, like bam Magera. What, what is that how you say his last name bam margera you looked like him for a while uh, I was. I, was I saw. What was that picture when you were like standing next to who was the fighter in Denzel? Uh, Santos Pacquiao. Yeah. Yeah. You look like Bam McGarrett there. Well, thank you. I'm just saying. <laughs> he was on TV show. I need to start talking to some people now. Yeah, bro. <laughs> no, but uh, no, uh, you know, cu- like I said, cutting weight for me was never a thing. Yeah. That's why we're able to sit here and have a conversation. You know, you know, Grant Tola had 156 fights. Most guys in my position, but I think you can understand me because I never had to suck. Wait, or, or anything for that matter. While we fucking while we're talking well, about, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something we don't know about exactly. the industry? Yeah, exactly. No, I, like I said I was never MMA, so I never had to suck. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking with you, of course. Uh, but but no, watch it. You know you know uh, you know without having to suck. I I never dehydrated my brain. Yeah. You know those guys do, and then they get punched in the head by by a strong and fast guy. Yeah. Um, that's probably why you don't see as many. I'm not saying it's impossible. That's why you don't see as many punch drunk heavyweights. You know, I mean, you can understand Mike Tyson, right? But George Foreman's fucking retarded. He was, Have you heard this dude talk? And he's named all of his kids George. <laughs> That's just so he can remember. George. Exactly, because he's punch truck. He can't remember shit. Possibly, potentially. <laughs> For sure. Well, if jo- I, I think George talks good. But you look at guys like Joe Frazier. Now, you got, uh, now, 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 let's fall back to one of the beginning topics. A lot of these fighters come from, from lower-end situations. Yeah. So now they get kind of in a high-grade people... You know, they go to Vegas is where most of them are at. And, you yeah. know, they go to the parties and somebody says, hey, I'm going to try a lot of coke. This is hard. I mean, well, if you're not very educated in the first place yeah. and then you're taking a lot of punches and exactly. then you're living that life. It, it, you, you live the life. Now their brain's softened. Now they're getting punched while their brain is softened. Um, it's definitely not good, I would think. Yeah. <laughs> no doctor here, but I'm going to assume <laughs> that's not a good thing. To, to, to see what some of these boxers go through. But you look at guys like – uh, Mike Tyson. Yeah. I mean, he took you some sparred, punches. You sparred with Mike. I have, I have, yeah. and he's just as fucking crazy as as you have heard and you know. It's you hard know what I mean? shit. Fast, incredibly, Did, yes, hard, but but it was more the speed. Tyron. So I sparred with Tyron Woodley, former you know uh, yeah. welterweight champion for UFC, dude, and that was the biggest thing about him is how fast his hands are, bro. Just yeah. amazingly fast, like. Shit, bro. Like, Speed kills. Like, which one of y'all kicked me? Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no. Tyson hit me with a, 
I think a hook one time, and I was like, "What the shit was that?" I Did mean, you it's get a, knocked down by Tyson? No, <laughs> no, never knocked down by Tyson. I saw, I saw the guy before. Uh, okay, the guy before me got knocked cold. I did okay. I didn't. I'm, I can't say I beat Tyson's ass. I listen. I can tell you that you held your own. I held my own. Yeah. The guy next to me, Oleg Moskev, beat Tyson's ass. Yeah. He fucked Tyson up. Like he, he beat him up. You know. So so I'm definitely middle ground. It shows where I was. You know. Was I the greatest fighter in the world? No. Um, again, I wasn't strong. I wasn't fast, but I was stubborn as shit. Yeah. I was again. I'm not. I might not beat everybody, but I'll beat you tonight. You know that that was my thing. Yeah. Um, be, getting get, being able to get in there and spar guys like that was always good. Now now, did I fight a lot of world champions and things like that? No, but I've I've sparred like I think like five Olympic gold medalists. Yeah, you know, um, that's what people don't understand, and it, like. You may not always have the opportunity to fight those big guys, exactly. but like training with them is actually really easy. Be- better. I-, I can't tell you how many like high level athletes I've trained, even athletes who are still doing very well in the UFC today. Yeah. Like I've trained with, like you name a name, I've probably like trained with them and some. Yeah. You know, what I'm, like you know, what I'm saying like maybe not all of them, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Conor McGregor trained with them. <laughs> trained with them. But Did you like, really? No. I haven't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but Good there's job. usually some tie, right? Like yeah. you know, what I mean, it's just not a big community. Is my only point. You and know no, what I'm and, and that's the thing. The fight world is small. You yeah. Know? You, you know, you could tell me the name of a boxer, but oh, I know his trainer. You, or yeah, whatever or some case, some you know? regard. There, there is you have a connection to to somebody, um, whether it been you've have fought them, you know, and things like that. Yeah. Um, I want to say one thing really fast. Just I don't know, in the middle of out of the blue. Whatever, bro. I beat King Epiton, who beat Ross Purity, who beat um Vladimir Klitschko, who beat Ray Mercer, who beat Tommy Morrison, who beat George Foreman, who beat <laughs> Joe Frazier, who beat Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Yep. So te- <laughs> technically You beat him. I'm better than Muhammad. I mean you want to get right down to it. I mean <laughs> he's not the greatest. I am. <laughs> Facts don't lie. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> we can just end there, dude. <laughs> greatest, <Mic> drop. <laughs> greatest of all time, bitches. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck, man. He uh, he took some shots. Ali, he did. He, he took too many. Here's here's one thing for for non combative sports people, or maybe maybe even MMA guys too. Um, because a, a lot of people say, "Oh, but Ali got that way from boxing. He screwed up from boxing." I tell people. That might be right. I'm no doctor. I, I think don't know. Some. Michael J. Fox didn't get his from boxing. Nope. You know, so it's like he had a disease. Yeah, man, we're learning a lot, man. Like you know, and that's the thing. You know, Ali. You know, would he have been slower than than you know than me and you? Yeah, absolutely, he would have been. Um, me, you know, but also I I think there are some people maybe with a little bit thicker of a skull. Me and you were fortunate, and here's why. Because if somebody's listening to this, they can understand us. And if they're listening this far, they can really understand us. Yeah. Not a lot of fighters can say that. You know, they're punchy and they're drooling on themselves and they don't know where they're at half the time. Not a lot of these guys understand what's going on. Yeah. Uh, like I said, me, you know, with your experience with Mike's, we actually do, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's why I got, I got out of fighting, to be honest with you. Not because, like, physically I couldn't do it, but I started worrying about my brain too much. And you cannot yeah. worry about your health. You know, you know you, what I'm saying? Like, when you're fighting, you can't. As soon as I had, um, I met my wife, and I really pushed to be a world champion. Then she starts saying, like, you know, I, I think you need to start getting brain scans. 
you know, and, and I did. And, I, you know, I'd start getting brain scans. And it's like, first off, I'm 27 years old. Why are we worrying about this, you know, type stuff. But then I was like, you know, I'm kind of glad I did. You know, I, I had that piece of insurance. Like, cool, I'm not Use brain it. damaged, you yeah. know what I mean, or whatever the case, you know, or knowing, you know, um. You know, I got I got one. You know, just like a year ago, or whatever. And I was like, "Cool, I'm doing, I'm okay." Yeah, you say you're doing better now, right? Yeah, doing better. I'm better now than I was two years ago. I think that's important for people to understand is that, like, especially certain areas of the brain. Like, we used to think once you lost the cells that are gone, but you can regrow, you can regrow and, and exactly. you, can, you can, yeah, man. Like the body can become new, but at some at a certain point, it's kind of like a point of no return. So it's like know yeah. how to take care of yourself there, there, there is so so i uh, i recently i have a great friend i don't know if you guys have heard of him being from st louis um there's a there's a uh, a football player from here in spokane great friend of mine i mean a, a hero uh should be a hero to you guys his name is mark rippon super bowl mvp in 1991 legendary athlete not great legendary athlete uh, not just saying that because he's my friend or he's from Spokane. He's he's, he's a badass. Super yeah. Bowl MVP, dude. Like, right. Just to go is cool. Right. To go and be the water boy would be cool. To but be to the, be the MVP? starting quarterback and win, hell yeah. That's some shit right there. And he won. You know, Mark uh, Mark just, he was just in a documentary. Me and my wife went and watched it. I recently announced I was going to take a couple fights. Okay. Um, so At this documentary you did that? Or no, no, no. I just recently just, I know, just, recently, just oh, a couple okay. weeks ago Got I just you. announced. And then so my wife's been kind of like, I, I don't like that. And I said, oh. I hope she's not listening to this fucking thing. <laughs> cool story, you know. You know, like, you know, like, like, okay, I get you don't like that, but I, it's my brain, you know. But, but she's like, well, you have a daughter that's my daughter, you know, and, and 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 I get it. And we went and watched this documentary on CTE. Yeah. And every person on there, there was guys that were bull riders, you know, and football players and things like that. Um, one guy was a surfer, and they all got CTE, and they all said. Well, it might not be as bad as boxing, but it's pretty bad. And I'm like, every time looking over, like, just don't, listen, yeah. don't listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, we have to live a healthy w- yeah. way to perform, right? But, yeah. like, when you're in there, you can't, like, if I'm throwing a kick, I can't worry, like, oh, I might kick your elbow or you might check this kick and it's going to hurt. Or I can't worry about you punching. Like, I shake that punch off. It didn't yeah. even happen. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know, with with today's medical procedures as well, not not procedures, with today's medical testing, it's kind of good because again, I do know if I'm screwed up more this time than I was last time. Yeah. You know, and also, you know, 30 years ago, you had to worry about getting AIDS from a fighter. You have to get a test before every fight yeah. for boxing. Blood now. work all the time. Every fight, and it's like, first off, that's expensive. But it's kind of that extra little insurance that does give you security. Like I said, I mean, I was, you know, I, I borderline felt like I was brain damaged when my wife told me to go do it. <laughs> and the minute they said, I, you know, I didn't have any problems, I'm like, feel great. I'm good. Like, yeah, why did I ever think that? Like, I'm clear headed. How, how did I not see through? Yeah. You know, it's like I created a fog of my own. That's you know, weird. Yeah. It's, like how it, it was crazy. Our thoughts can really fuck us up. Oh, like. oh any any sport, you know, be it bo- – sorry, I'm f- – No, you're s- good. Somebody was <laughs> – sorry. Who's creeping? Who's exactly, creeping? Exactly. Coming up. We're not in St. Louis, bro. Calm down. <laughs> Head on a swivel at all times, <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly, exactly. Catch me slipping. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing the camo, too. You never know. Um, but, no, the um, – you know what? Here comes my punchiness. I don't remember what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> dude, 
don't know either. Uh, what the fuck were we talking oh, about? Oh, right? testing. Testing. Oh, testing. Yeah, you're talking about testing and it, you it, felt better afterwards. It gives you that, that sense of security. You're like, okay, well, like, you know, if the doctor said, like, hey, you're one punch away from fucking brain damage, I'm like, I ain't never doing it again. Yeah. You know, I would, I, and, and you know, I've had so many fights and accomplished so much for a small town boy where I could walk away happy the rest of my life. I was no, you know, Mike Tyson or anything like that. But I did a lot for where I'm from. Done more than most. Exactly. You Period. Know, you, you know, and that's and and that feels it feels good to be able to come here and be able to open a gym, you know, and, and, and have people actually listen to me. Well, to come home, right? Because at the end of the day you you've traveled around the world. Yeah, moved a lot. Moved to Seattle, Vegas, you know, New Zealand. Zealand yeah. To be able to come home and you, you know <sighs> the who's who. Relax, like, I'm done. You rubbed elbows with everybody. You've probably had many of opportunity to exactly. set up elsewhere. You know, the and the the one thing I, I had uh in in the latter half of my career was uh, I had a great manager. I I mean if uh he, he's a father figure. How I mean, important I, is that? Like your team. It truly, truly is. So the uh I'll I'll give you actually an exact rundown. The first fifty fights, I had no manager, no trainer. Whoa. Nothing. Fifty fights. After my fiftieth fight, I said, okay, it's time, it's time to uh to take this real. Take this serious. My manager was former owner of the Portland Trailblazers. His first ever fighter went on to win the heavyweight title, Pinklin Thomas. Oh, wow. I mean, just, oh, he's a great businessman. So I said, okay, I, uh, I, I need this guy to get me to the next level. Real quick, he's, he's here. Okay. So, so just wanted to let you know, so he'll be coming in. Right in, on. In just a second. He yeah. just pulled up. But, okay. Go, he said keep rolling. Yeah, we're just going to keep rolling. We're actually coming up on an hour, so we're going to wrap up here pretty soon. But, yeah, dude, just. Uh... Danny, call me in five minutes. <laughs> this is real, folks. For the folks watching and listening, <laughs> yeah, this is this is the deal. But no, I just you know the the main thing I I wanted to to tell on this is that yes, me and Mike kiss a sparred. I knocked him cold. He was sleeping when he was snoring. When he was talking in his sleep, it was it was unreal the things he was saying. I yeah, mean, who would say that about a man? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Only a shadow boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking, of course. No. But. but your manager, dude, like, so he helped you get to the next level? He helped me get to the next level. Ro- Roland, Roland, uh, his name's Roland Jangleson. Okay. I I was that guy that's like, yeah, oh, you want me to fight for, you know, 2000 bucks? Yeah, well, let's go. Oh, you want me to fight for 2000 bucks over here? Let's go. And I, I skipped around. Then it was like, okay, I want to start making real money. Get some money, yeah. So then I went with him, and, and, you know, we went all over the world, New Zealand, China, Russia, you know, um, Germany. I mean, just a little bit of everywhere. Yeah. Fought the Olympic gold medalist, you know, and stuff like that. And, and, and had had some great experiences but I really he hired me a trainer that was my childhood hero and I'm not joking my hero I'm native american and again I'm fat <laughs> <laughs> just saying uh, you may not have noticed I didn't notice bro <laughs> his name's Joe Hip okay. Joe Hip is is a legend in native america so Joe came and he started helping me we're both southpaws and Joe taught me how to fight like a southpaw cuz nobody knew how to sh- no, what does what does a southpaw do any different than a righty we do stuff a lot different than a righty um, so learning from Joe took me to that next level and that's when I became world class and was able to call out guys like Klitschko yeah. and legitimately be in line to fight those guys. Yeah. So that was crazy. You know, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's equivalent to saying, you know, it, it'd be like, you know, it's, it's kind of like as beautiful as, and I'm sorry, I'm going to go to him as Kessa saying, uh, you know, I want to fight, you know, Conor McGregor. Well, now it's like, well, he's behind you. 
You, you know, like, like you're ahead of him. That's that's nothing for you now. For me to even be in line and mention those names and realistically be able to do that, yeah, that felt good. Was it surreal? It was surreal. Yeah, because I'd go to conventions and I remember I was standing with, uh, I was standing with Larry Holmes and George Foreman actually. Clear speaking, clear thinking. George, George Foreman. Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tough shit. <laughs> I, no, no. Here's the thing. I here's the thing. I don't like George Foreman. Okay. He's a dick. Is he? He, 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 he fucking spread this to his household. I don't care. He's a dick. He, uh, I, I saw him turn down an autograph uh, for an old lady. <laughs> Fuck you, George Foreman. That was not cool. Can't take you, two you know, more he, seconds to sign, uh, sign your name. Because he didn't like the photo that she had. Because she didn't like the photo? Because he didn't like the photo. I was, I'm like, ha-ha. Not because, I, like, I, oh, I man, I really I got to fucking go right now. I just did five of these, and I, I can't sit exactly, here any longer. But, exactly, like, oh, I don't saying, like that photo. And then he turned and started signing it for somebody else. And I'm like, this, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, wow, well, like, this guy's a dick. Well, I don't own his grill, so it's yeah, okay. Exactly, exactly. That shit's too fucking clean eating for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not cool, George Foreman. You're making those fat guys look bad. Come on, guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Trying to make bro. us all go on a diet. Don't do it because you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I love my sport. Again, you know, um, to, to to go to the middle of of, of the chat, um, boxing versus MMA. There's really not a versus. You know, there's there's two separate crowds. Yeah. You know, you could let's say I, um, if there's a fight. In this venue tonight, in this venue tonight, they're both going to sell out because it's told two old different crowds. It's not like, oh, they're stealing from us or they're stealing from. It's 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 different, different groups. Sports. It's very different sports. It's yeah. very different groups of people. There's some crossover that are going to go. Not the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, the 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 best hands in the world, and 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 I told you this in the interview is Mike Kiesa. You you know, and and you you got you know you do. I tell you that all the time. <laughs> He's got amazing hands. I, Mike could go pro boxing anytime he wants. I mean, obviously, I, I get that that he's going to be a UFC champion. He is. You know, um, I don't follow enough. <laughs> I can't tell you who the champion is, but that man right there, he he he's been through more than I've ever been through, and I and and, and I went through a lot and and persevered and pushed forward and, and made it through that. Yeah. If if I can, that man's been through way more than me and is a much better athlete and trains way harder. He's gonna fucking be a champion. I came close. He's gonna do it. So, so I forgot what fucking got me on that. Oh, boxing versus MMA. Um, there's really not the verses in there. You know, Mike's yeah. not gonna be like, oh, I don't want you to teach me hands. I'm a fucking MMA fighter. I'm yeah. a UFC. You know, like no, he, he like you were saying that you did earlier. No, he does. A, he every time he comes here, he comes in sweating, and I'm like, oh, like what? What are you doing? I just left rolling. Yeah. I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? Are you crazy? Like, gotta do it all, man. Yeah, and he's doing five, six workouts a day. I had to do two, and I was bitching about that. I'm like, really, two? <laughs> I can't be half of one. Yeah, that is the challenge with MMA. I'm sure we'll talk about. There's just so many facets. So yeah, many there, facets. There, there is, you know, and and that's that's what uh, again, and, and I'm not saying it because he's sitting there because you're in MMA. I I truly admire your guys' sport. I do. In the beginning, yeah, I got the big headed like, oh, oh it's fucking rolling around on the ground. Then I started really, really, really watching it and meeting the fighters. Like, okay, this is badass. Just having an open. I'm mind. a fan now. I, I, I truly am. Uh, again, I can't tell you the names of the fighters if they're not, you know, the the high ups because right. I know what he tells me and it's yeah. fascinating. And how crazy is it that a guy that I train, I fucking look up to. 
Yeah. You know, that's how cool MMA is. Like, it's, it's like, happen eventually. It's, well, well, and it just creates cool people. Like, yeah. you, you're a cool fucking guy. He's a cool guy. You have real cool people because it's my generation that's doing it. You know, in boxing, when I hang with people, it's always they got to tone down the conversation and don't cuss and things because it's the older people. Yeah. You know, so no, it's like I get to be one of my own when I talk to my MMA just be crew. Human. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking talk. Yeah. Talk how you want. That's why I can say fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, hey, man, bro. So you've done a lot, man. Like you've done the commentating, you boxing, your training. Like, have you thought about doing any promoting? We've I've done promoting. Oh, have you? I've done promoting. Okay. Minor stuff, minor stuff. You know, just, a, you know, local casinos, you okay. know, uh, did, did some in Idaho. And we've sold out. Nice. Every, everyone, you know. And How much of a hassle is it work with the commissions? Um, or we're, are the commissions up here pretty good? We're fairly fortunate. Nice. To, you know, they'll, they'll work with you. They're not going to. No. Yeah. You know, they'll say, well, you know, maybe not this guy, but there's a guy like this right across the border. Some that are you better than others, so that's e- good to hear. Exactly. No, up here we, we have beautiful commissions. Nice. They do everything. They regulate everything the way they're supposed to, and they don't get in the way. Have you fought in Illinois? No, I never did. Oh, dude, I, never, I fought in Illinois. I always wanted to fight in, uh, is it Rosemont? Is uh, there a venue there? Yeah, it's, it's a place called Rosemont. Is it? Uh, up near Chicago, maybe? I don't know. I'm not super <laughs> I was, familiar. I was about to ask you. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I fought in Springfield, Illinois one time. And see, see, now, I, I fought a couple times in, in Missouri. Okay. I fought in St. Right, Louis. Right, St. Louis. Um, the Kansas City. Yep. And then Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas a week later or a month later. Fought in Springfield, Missouri. Springfield. I, my sister lived there, so I went and fought down there. I took a fight solely. Just to go see your sister. To go see my sister. It's paid for. Exactly. And, I, and I get paid. Exactly, exactly. And I got to knock your guy out, so yeah. that was a plus. One win for everybody. <laughs> I gotta love it. Yeah. But yeah, Illinois, they just had one of the worst commissions I ever had to deal I, yeah. with. It was just such a pain in the ass. The, you know, they, it's like they go out of their way to make it hard on you. Yeah. And it's like, come on, guys. Just like, like help us, you know, it's, it's kind of like with USA boxing, boxing's killing itself. Why do they make amateurs shave? Help Um, me understand. It's the dumbest rule ever. And I'll tell you, it's the fucking dumbest. It's it. I, for this is what it originally was. It may have changed. They may have changed because they even, they probably realized how dumb it was. If you hit me and a hair goes on my glove and then you hit me again, it goes in my eye (laughs) or it's padding. If you hit me right now or if I hit you, it's not like it's gonna hurt less <laughs> that's not because you have a goatee. Shit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's okay. it's it's there are some very questionable rules some in boxing. Silly <laughs> and ridiculous things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it is what it is, man. It's a beautiful sport yeah. for sure. It is you know, it's it's uh it's one of the only, you know, sports remaining that was in the original Olympics back in the, the, the old Grecian days. Yeah. You know, um, it's it's a beautiful sport. It's a pure sport. But at the end of the day, it is a dying sport. There's, there's definitely no, no question about that. Um, the uh, Boxing and track and field are two of the very first sports to, to be around in the Olympics. Track and field is never going to die because, you know, um, dad will let his son – run in that he'll let his daughter run in that or throw the shot put or whatever the case boxing it, it's got that but you know everybody looks at you know, who's the most popular boxer ever ever yeah probably muhammad ali well, yeah and, and like i said back to that everybody says oh well look what happened to him that's why i say no that is not that didn't happen from box why isn't mike tyson doing that yeah well yeah well mike tyson put the hurting on people that's exactly 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 so let me i'll ask you this one last question like so Tyson Raleigh, who wins? You know, um, call me crazy. Uh, people do anyway, so you can. I'm going to say Tyson. I agree. I'll tell you why. Um, 
Joe Frazier was a very great fighter. And Joe Frazier had Muhammad Ali's number. Even though Ali won two of the three, Frazier had I mean, that first fight is really what counted, was, was that first one. Um, Mike Tyson was a faster, stronger, better balanced, better boxer, smarter, tougher Joe Frazier. Yeah. Purists are going to call me crazy again for that. But at the end of the day, I think styles-wise, I think Ali will beat more guys than Tyson beats. But you ask about that one particular fight, Tyson overall. I don't think you can rope a dope with Tyson. I no, think no. If he won, I don't think he meant to rope a dope. I, I think he just came. All he was a clever guy. I think he came up with that afterwards. No, I meant to do that. Yeah. It's like, no, you were getting your ass kicked. And, then and he fell over out. from exhaustion. Yeah. I heard Tyson say one time he didn't think he'd beat Ali. I'm like, you're just being humble, bro. He's being very humble. You know, because Tyson is one of the purest. Uh, Tyson's one of those guys. Okay. At the same time, ask Tyson who the greatest heavyweight is. He'll say Jack Johnson, a guy that's as big as Mike Kessa, but was a heavyweight. And that's not down to Kessa. It's saying how small they were then, and he held his hands here. Yeah. Do you know why they held their hands here? No. Why did they do that? Hold your hands right here. It was to break your knuckles so you could, wouldn't hit me as hard. So you'd, I'm southpaw. So right said, there, you'd boom. You'd do boom. that, that. Oh, shit. That's why they did that, because I, I want to bust your knuckles down so you're not <sighs> trying to hit me as hard. Mm. Yeah. So now you're thinking, oh, my knuckle. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That's why they did it. So Dang. it was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Evolution, Evolution is the key to this. The key to this conversation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, Chauncey, dude, thank you so much for doing thank this, my man. Um, tell the folks how they can check you out. If there's anything else you wanted to plug or promo, man, this is just, just the only thing that I could plug is is don't get fat like me. That shit sucks. I love sitting in this chair and I don't want to walk away right now. So you might have to interview for another hour. <laughs> um, no, just uh, I, I I love life. You know. Um, the beauty, the, the one thing that I did that, you know, a lot of boxers are not fortunate enough to do, I was able to stay in the game. A lot of these guys will quit and they'll get hungry and they want to fight. Man, I need to be around boxing. Yeah. Listen, I've, I've, I've taken fights, you know, s- since I quit boxing. Um, that was simply out of just to go punch people in the face, really. But itch. I didn't need to do it. I'm around boxing on the daily. You know, it, it, you know I don't need to, to, to fight. These guys, you know, they'll do it when they're well past their prime. And do I do it well when I'm well past my prime? Yes. But I'm not asking, I'm not calling out Anthony Joshua. It'd be different if I'm calling him out. Yeah. And then you should be like, dude, you're crazy. It's like, come on now. It's like, I want to fight at home against whoever the guy is around here. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying like, oh, tell Mike Tyson to yeah. come back. You like know? you're not fighting for paychecks. Exactly. So that's that's the big thing. I've, you know, um, not to say I'm big and rich and living in no mansion. I've made it because I'm happy. I can talk normal. I could play with my daughter. I can remember her name half the time, almost half the time, um, whatever the fuck her name is. But uh, but but no, I love that I have my faculties. Yeah. You know, and and again, I don't need to go fight for a paycheck here and there. Yeah. And I get to be in my sport every day. Yeah. So I, I I tell all these fighters. I try to tell all these fighters. If you can, if you have a way, if you can go talk to a city a, a city worker or something, open a gym. Yeah. Because do you remember what it did for you? Go do it for that little kid that's getting bullied and beat up at school. Yeah, change your life. Do, yeah, change your life. If you know, I'm I'm going to sound like a PSA now for our last little part here. Um if you if, if if I could change one of these kids and be able to take them to nationals or make them a fighter or give them a little bit of self-confidence, just one, then I won. Yeah. I won. I'm not going to make a bunch of money here, but at the end of the day, I'm going to meet a lot of cool people doing what I love. Yeah, that's definitely legacy. Yeah. For sure. Sounds like success, my man. I love it, brother. Chauncey, thanks again, brother. Cheers. Thank you. All right, everybody, until next time. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I know I did. Chauncey's a great dude.
great dude for sure. Um, definitely glad to have met him. Um, if you are getting value out of the podcast, do me a favor, do me a solid, bring us a friend, tell one friend, help us grow this thing. It, it uh, you just can't imagine just uh, what word of mouth will do and help things grow. So help us uh, help us grow. Bring us a friend. Um, if you are on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating and review. That really helps us move up into the rankings and helps others find us there as well. And then also go over to OutsidePerspectivePodcast.com and get on our mailing list. We'll keep you up to date and let you know uh, – you know, when episodes are dropping or if we have some special guest or uh, we'll give you some exclusive content, different things like that. So go to OutsidePerspectivePodcast.com and get in the loop over there. Uh, big thank you to our sponsors, um, Convergence Media Group. Go to ConvergenceMG.com. If you have a brand or a business and you're looking to uh, to grow that and you were looking to do some shit in the digital space, you want to check these guys out. They will help you grow your brand in this digital world to help you with content creation and strategy and everything involved with getting your brand and your message out there. So go to convergencemg.com. Also, go check out uh, Jombo CBD. You can go to jombocbd.com, check out their full line of apparel, or not their full line of apparel, but their full line of products. Um, they have sprays and balms and drops, and um, I absolutely love their olive oil and their, their ghee um, two separate products. Love them both. Um, man, just, just check them out. CBD is helping a ton of people with things like, uh, inflammation control and, uh, gut health and brain health. And, um, I use it on a regular basis. So go check them out. JomboCBD.com. All of our listeners will save 20%. That means you guys will save 20% when you use the code outside at checkout. And then they are usually doing buy two, get one free. So, Throw two drops in your cart, and you'll get a third drop for free is how that works. And then you'll save 20% off the whole thing. So it's a win-win for everybody. Um, so go check them out. And then um, Imposed Will. Go to ImposedWill.com. Check out our full line of apparel there. You'll save 10% when you use the code outside over there. Hey, guys, that's all I have. I love you. Be safe. Keep crushing it, and we'll check you next time. Bye. Mwah.